What's up, Substackers? Changing it up today. Uh, about a month ago, I put a link in one of the posts that was where you could leave me a voice message, and uh, I am going to now get into those voice messages, and I'm going to leave that link in this description, and I'm going to keep it in every description of every post that I make on here now so that we can keep up with that and we can keep the voice message things going. I really enjoy uh, the thought of having sort of like a, a call-in segment or something like that uh, because, you know, my schedule's insane and when I'm free, y'all are all probably at work, live call-ins would probably be hard, but we can do it this way and I'm super happy. Uh, these are the first three that I received and I'm going to play them right now. And uh, this first one is from Vanessa. Hey, Chove. Uh, my name is Vanessa. You recently followed me on Substack and I really am thankful for that. I am the dog-hating 50-year-old South African lesbian that sent you a an email in the early POA days. In fact, I just was in the middle of the latest POA episode to stop and send you this message. Um, it's not a question. It's a suggestion. I've been trying to figure out how to send this to you for the last few days since I got the enlightened thought. Please write a song called... I was born a colonizer's daughter um, a, in, in the style of Loretta Lynn, or you can even turn it into a Marjorie Taylor Greene song and say, I am proud to be a colonizer's daughter. Um, looking, <laughs> looking forward, forward to, to hearing, hearing it. it. <laughs> the dog-hating 50-year-old South African lesbian. My goodness. Um, that sounds like somebody's Reddit handle, and I love it so much. That was a that was a great message. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I, as y'all know, am not uh, a musician. However, I am intrigued by this colonizer's daughter uh, situation. So I may have to holler at my buddy Bubba, who plays guitar, and see if we can't figure this one out. Uh, thank you, Vanessa. I really appreciate it. Please, please call back. And I would like to say. Um, I don't, you know, I think that our call-in segment could be a myriad of things. It could be, uh, let's see. Now, before we get into, like, I'm not a, an actual smart person, so I can't give you good advice, but I can give you, like, stupid advice. Like, if you want to call in and say, hey, Corey, uh, I have a, a date tomorrow, and here are the four restaurants that I'm thinking about taking the person to, I can definitely help you pick that shit. You know what I'm saying? I can uh, I can sit here and list the pros and cons of Long John Silver's versus Captain D's with the best of them, but I would never purport to be an actual Dear Abby. I'm more of a Dear uh, Dear Flabby. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a fat joke against myself. All right, let's get to this next one. This is from our friend Laura. Hey, Corey. Um, trying out speaking to you, actually, and... Appreciate you always talking about the tough stuff and putting yourself out there with all that. Um, more people need to do that. And it warms my heart every time I hear you talk about really exposing yourself. Anyway, you also talked about one of your rants about maybe adjusting your content because you were afraid of backlash for your son. And I understand that completely. But being a preacher's kid, I'm almost 60 with five of my own kids. I hope you don't. Um, if people treat tell their kids to treat your kids different or whatever because of something you did. I mean, is that really the audience you're going for anyway? Because, yeah, um, just like an actor doing a bad role, would you, whatever. You, I think you understand what I'm saying. I 
keep being real. I think your kid's going to be fine with you and Amber as parents. You don't have anything to worry about. I love you to death. Keep at it, buddy. Keep it. I love it. Oh, thank you, Laura. Did you say I was exposing myself? Is that what I heard? No, I, I do. I do know what you're saying about all that. But when I said that, uh, talking about wanting to maybe change my material uh, because I have a kid and whatnot, it's not necessarily like um, I'm not. I'm not saying that because like I want to attract a different audience uh, professionally. Really, I think what it was for me was like I'm talking about my kid having to go to school. And, you know, be around people whose parents don't necessarily, you know, jive with all the things that I'm about. And I was I meant like I don't want to make his life any harder than being a child, you know, already has to be. But I feel you. And look, at the end of the day, um, it's it's going to be pretty hard for this leopard to change his spots because sometimes I'll be like. I don't even realize how opinionated I am. Like, I'll just be talking, not realizing that I'm taking some sort of a stance. I just sort of just, like, bleed it out of my, you know, butt. Like, I just just pull things out of my butt, and I wear my heart on my sleeve. But um, thank you for the compliment on me talking about uh, deep stuff or whatever. That's another funny thing, too. Like, how low the bar is for men, uh, like... Like we like if a man just talks about his feelings even a little bit, people are like, oh, my God, he's so brave because like I don't consider myself brave at all. Like I'm just an open book. And so I just talk about, you know, the things that mean a lot to me and my struggles and other people's struggles. And it just never felt weird to me because like I, me and my, my whole family, we're just like very open people. But then it was sort of laid out to me by you and others that like, oh, wow, it's so nice that you talk about these things that we don't often, you know, put out into the light. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, again, none of that was really like the only conscious effort really that it has ever been was like when I first started talking about it and I got feedback from people, I got a lot of feedback from, you know, some people like, Hey, we don't want to hear this depression shit or whatever. And then I started, but I started reading a bunch of comments. Like, I mean, I really needed to hear this today. And like hearing it from a dude with my accent is, you know, that was really helpful. And it like clicked with me. I was like, man, you know, uh, if when I was a kid, if I had heard, uh, some older dude with my accent talking about mental health, maybe I would have gotten help quicker. I don't know that for a fact, but like, I don't know. I kind of think that I would have, like if I'd have known like, Oh man, this, somebody like me is dealing with this too. Like I, I should. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, dude, like uh, it's really, I'm just, God, I'm getting so dude, bro. Yeah, bro. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's it, that stuff's really important to me. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't know. I was just, I was just talking shit. And, uh, and we all should talk shit. We should all be open about all that kind of stuff. Now, I mean, all right, let's get to our last one here. And this is from our buddy, Eric M. Eric has this to say. Hey, bro, this is Eric from Stuttgart, Arkansas. Uh, just wanted to say, love the previous few uh, park rants, especially the essay about raising the bar on being a dad. Dude, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Uh, my wife and I started fostering some kids back in 2014. We've ended up adopting three of them. And so I've gone from like literally uh, a week after, or uh, two days after a child was born to they're either seven, nine, or 10 years old now. That's kind of how 
we've done things. And I got to tell you, man, the progress you're making as a dad is so impressive, so mentally healthy, and just wonderful. And by the way, this is also stoned, cold, diabetic, telling you that, listen here, you motherfucker, the buttercream dream needs to make a comeback, and he needs to answer stoned, cold. Well, this is very unfortunate. I think that perhaps the voice messaging app only limits it to a minute. I only say that because Eric got cut off there, and I have no doubt that he was not done cutting a scathing promo as Stoned Cold. And I'm really upset. I would like to hear uh, the end of that. So, <laughs> Eric, thank you so much. As you know, though, and I checked the date on when you sent this message, the Buttercream Dream had actually already made his triumph triumphant return to the interwebs, and he's cooking up a couple more things uh, to be posted uh, this week. So happy to be back. I would love absolutely to uh, go back and forth with Stone Cold. I'll, you know, the Buttercream Dream might have to have a uh, loser leaves town match with you, partner. And uh, thank you for the compliments on fatherhood. I'm just, uh, all I'm doing is copying all the good dads uh, that I've seen do some good dadding. That's it. I'm just like, well, I, oh, he was a good dad. I'm going to copy that. And my dad, too. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, my dad did this, and that was really cool, so I'm going to make sure to do that, and even more hardcore. And then, of course, you know, naturally, nobody's perfect, so there's a couple things where I'm like, dad did this, and that didn't hit for me, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Love you, dad, if you're listening. You were great. You tried your best. You, de you, you did. You did. You were fucking awesome. But, uh, you know, we can't all be batting a 1,000. I know I'm going to make some mistakes. That really upsets me thinking about it, like... God damn it, I'm just going to try so hard, and I know that there's no way that I still won't scar my child. Ugh, what a bummer. Well, dude, this was fun. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I'm going to leave the uh, voice memo link here in the description. Call me. Tell me uh, if, if you want some stories shared on here. Tell me some stories. Ask me some questions. Whatever you want. Uh, this will be fun. I enjoyed hearing from you. I, to my knowledge, this is the first time that anyone else's voice, aside from my own, has been on this uh, podcast slash channel slash Substack, and uh, I, I'm a fan. So yeah, call me. I'm listening. Oh yeah, fake Fraser Crane segment. That's the ticket right there. All right, y'all have a good day at work, or I hope you're not at work. You know what I mean. Have a good day.